Hello and welcome to Socially Savvy, broadcasting live from the Bellevue Microsoft Store here in Washington. So glad you could join us. I'm your host, LB Duchess, and joining me today is Larissa Long of Mode Magazine. Hello. Happy to be here. And we are going to be chatting Tech Myths, who is Microsoft, and interviews with Brian Carter and Mike Stevens. So tons of great wine information tips and interviews tonight. So you're sure to learn something new. Today's show is brought to you by Brian Carter Sellers and the Microsoft Store Bellevue. Sitting here with Brian Carter, and we're going to chat our very first wine tasting of the show, Abracadabra. I adore the name. I adore the label, which I definitely want you to tell us about the label here in a second. It is your 2013 Rose Wine. Tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, yeah uh, Rosé, actually. And it is um, a blend, like the rest of the Brian Carter wines, uh, primarily Sangiovese and Grenache. Uh, got some, uh, a couple other varieties in there in, in minor quantities. Um, but it's brand new. It uh, just was released um, within the week, and it's uh, tasting delicious. Uh, again, when the sun comes out, I used to say, well, it's guaranteed to make the sun come out whenever you open up a <laughs> bottle. Uh, and today I can say that in all honesty. <laughs> I would totally agree, and I know some people are, are less um, educated with whites. I think a lot of times people just jump into reds because that's what you know, whoever is introducing them is drinking. Um, but for summertime, this is a beautiful, bright, vibrant wine. Yeah, um, and rosés uh, have kind of gone through an evolution. There was kind of uh, what our um, mothers used to drink, which, which was kind of a sweeter style rosé. And we get a lot of people in the tasting room still who, you know, come in and say, I don't, I don't know, rosé, you know, it's probably too sweet for me. Uh, but this is a nice dry style rosé. Uh, it just has the, just this cut little kiss of sweetness to it, which is uh, which is al- almost undetectable, and uh, you know nice crisp acidity, uh, fantastic. It's a great food wine, just like the rest of my wines. I, I highly recommend it. Uh, you can sit out on your deck and, and enjoy it all by, all by itself. But what I like it the best is is sitting out with some cheeses and fruit, um, and uh, it also is a fantastic wine with salmon. Wonderful. I love the pairing um, notes. Thank you so much. And Abracadabra, we, uh, actually we have two different wines that we put the Abracadabra moniker on. Uh, we have a red wine uh, in addition to that, which is, uh, which is a, a bigger, more popular blend that uh, is supposed to be available all year round, but we're actually sold out of it right now. Um, but it's uh, the rosé, com- comparatively small production. We only make a few hundred cases, uh, actually about 350 cases we made this year. And so it, uh, it's quite limited. It comes out in May, and it's usually gone by the end of August. So um, uh, get it while you can. Come and grab it. <laughs> Thanks so much. The Pain Center of Bellevue offers real relief to pain and a healthier approach to your life. With services including chiropractic, weight loss, trigger point injections, acupuncture, massage, and rehab, you're sure to find your healthy approach to life. You can find them at www.bellevuepaincenter.com. Tell them Socially Savvy sent you and receive a 30-minute doctor-supervised trigger point massage and pain management consultation. Call 425-455-2225. As always, we started adding in our savvy facts, and my savvy fact that I wanted to add in today is technology is ever-changing. I think that's kind of a given but we have a lot of people who are of the opinion, oh, I've got it, it should last a long time. I think you really need to understand what the purpose of your technology is and what's going on in the real world to understand how long it's going to last you and if it's going to suit your needs in the future. Okay, let's chat, Savvy Tech. Um, I have Holly here with the Bellevue Microsoft Store here to chat with us about who they are and what they do. Hi, Holly. 
Hi, nice to meet you. Thank you for coming in. So let's chat about this location. We're sitting here in this gorgeous Microsoft store here in Bellevue um, Square. It's huge. You've got a lot of things going on. Um, the walls are very interactive. For an ADD person, it's definitely a squirrel room. You're going to be looking around and it's like, oh, what's that? What's that? Uh, so tell us a little bit about your store. Yeah, absolutely. Not only is it beautiful and there's a lot of interactive things to get immersed in, we also have the best associates trained, knowledgeable, and able to help you with any of your technology purchases, also with all of your training needs. So maybe you didn't purchase it from us. Come in, learn something, attend a workshop, do a personal training. We'll take care of you. I love that. So you've got, obviously, software and computers. You've got the surfaces and everything here. Um, tell me a little bit about your service, because I remember somebody was walking by, and we were talking about how you were rated for service. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're known as an industry leader as far as customer service, especially with technology. A lot of people shy away from it. It's a, a little bit scary. It's a, uh, an experience that can be overwhelming for some people. And one of the things that we really focus on is making sure our associates are all about you. It's about finding out whatever your need is, solving your problem, understanding where your technology stress is coming from, and then finding a solution for you. We really want our customers to feel welcome to come in and just learn, just experience the whole store. A lot of our associates... Our, their number one priority is just you. I love it. And we were chatting a little bit about um, when you come in to purchase tech, you know, at any time. And uh, the point that I had wanted to make was purchasing technology is not a 15-minute purchase. This is not an in-and-out thing. Um, mm -hmm. You, There's a couple of things you want to come in with. Uh, you want to have plenty of time to ask your questions. You want to allow for proper setup and registering. Um, and you have some great recommendations also when it comes to coming in and buying your tech. Yeah, I think it's just really important to understand that your technology is something you use every day, and it's supposed to make your life easier. It's supposed to make you more productive and give you more time back with your family. So we really want to make sure that you spend an allotment of time in our store to get the full experience. So if you're purchasing a PC today, for example, if you've got a new Surface device, we really want to make sure that you're leaving with your device working. So we'll spend the time to you to download your programs, transfer your files, get you set up and running, so that when you leave, you're 100% prepared to hit the world and hit the ground running. So if somebody's trying to allocate time, because, of course, all of us have so many things going on, how much time should somebody allocate when they're looking at buying um, a Surface or a, a laptop? Yeah, I think if you're just coming in to get an idea of, you know, our assortment, we do, you know, we carry the world-class assortment of products, and we've really tailored it down to the best-in-class products. If you're coming in, I would say at least a half an hour of time to look for those for the selection, and then an additional half an hour of time to make sure that you're getting the tech training and any sort of out-of-box experience that you're looking for. It's really important that the experience is about you, so depending on where you're at with your technology comfort level, we'll be able to cater to whatever you're looking for. Awesome. And I loved earlier when we were talking about recommendations, um, you said to, to make sure that you had an idea of what you wanted before you came in, an idea of, of what you have now, and what those missing pieces are, what's bringing you into the store. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of our customers come in with a PC that might be a little bit older and or they've had something that, you know, served their basic needs but really didn't capture everything they're trying to do. We want to make customers more productive and we want it to be easy and fun for them. It's really important for us to get you into the right device. So it's not about selling you the most expensive device or the entry-level device, but selling you the device that really works for your lifestyle. So if you come in and know exactly what the end in mind you're looking for, our customers are a lot, a a lot more able to reach their end goals by just allowing us into their life of what they're trying to accomplish. I love that. That's awesome. Pop chips. Thanks to the magic of popping, they found a way to pop all the flavor in while keeping all the fake stuff and at least half the fat of original flavored chips out. 
They take the finest natural delicious ingredients, add a little bit of heat and pressure, and pop, it's a chip. You can find them at a grocery store near you or online at www.popchips.com. Now, I remember you saying something about classes, um, and I know everybody offers classes, but you have a very unique approach to your classes. Yeah, I think one of the things that's really exciting about the Microsoft Store is that we offer free classes for our customers, and we offer classes that will help them to be more productive. So we'll offer workshops on Windows 8.1. Maybe you're getting a new PC for the day, and you're not sure about transitioning into both a tablet and PC world, or maybe you just need more Excel knowledge. Uh, we also do coding for children, so we'll teach them how to do uh, computer coding. You know, a lot of things that are moving really fast in the technology world, we can break it down in a free, fun environment where somebody's educating you either one-on-one or in a group setting to make it make a difference for you. That's crazy because when I was doing coding in high school, it was DOS, and <laughs> it was something oh similar yeah. to programming a Pong game. Was it, it was on the green screen, <laughs> yes. like with the turtle. Did you do like the turtle thing where you had to tell the turtle what to do and it would draw it? Oh, sweetheart, how old are you? I must be much older because we didn't even have a turtle. No, the, the tur- it was a green screen, Apple IIe, like really old, and then I had a Commodore 64. <laughs> Com- Commodore 64, like that was like old school. We're kind of tech nerds, <laughs> like <laughs> nerds on, and we're nerds that we don't know what we're doing. <laughs> So you were saying something, Larissa, what was your... Well, earlier you had mentioned how technology is ever-changing, and again, you know, people know that, but it's funny, since I started the magazine, my my technology expertise has completely changed, you know, where before I was a social media person, I knew what was going on, and now I'm more into the graphic arts stuff, and, you know, that, that kind of thing, and um, LinkedIn constantly sends me, like, ooh, you should apply for this job. Well, I'm not looking for jobs, but when I... One popped up the other day, and I was looking at it, and I was like, I couldn't even apply for that if I wanted to. I don't even know how to do any of that stuff anymore. And it was, you know, just two years ago, it's what I did full time. And that's why it's important that you stay up on technology completely, especially if you're in that world, you know, job-wise. Yeah, isn't there a Star Trek commercial about the speed of technology and the speed of light, something like that? (laughs) True. One of the other great things about technology that can help people who are getting back into the workforce, maybe they've never quite been in the workforce. For instance, when uh, I came back in, I had been out of it for 11 years. I've been a stay-at-home mom. Um, You guys have some pretty cool programs when it comes to that. Yeah, absolutely. We actually really cater to that aspect of our community. We want everyone to feel comfortable with technology and to reach their end goals. And a lot of the things that we do here in the theater space back in the back half of our store is just about education. So whether it be a mom re-entering the workforce, we'll do separate classes for them. We also do uh, graduations where we get uh, high school students ready for college and get them set up with all of their techniques. Ooh, I love that. That's pretty cool. So, Holly, you're going to take me on a tour of the store here. It is, it's not a, a walk-in closet, that is for sure. There's a lot going on here. So um, we're looking at a really cool printer that seems to be uh, the center of attention quite often when little groups come in. Tell us a little bit about this guy right here. Yeah, this is the MakerBot 3D printer. It's one of those printers that um, really captivates an audience. One, because you can print something off of the surface directly or off of an SD card or there's coming out with a portal this year where you can actually scan something. So let's say your part breaks and you can just put it on the scanner, it'll scan it and it'll reprint it for you. The 3D printer is by far the largest drawing uh, futuristic product in our store right now. Customers come for four hour drives. We're one of the only locations that you can actually see this other than New York. So what is it exactly? I I should, let's walk over here because I have never seen a 3D printer before. Um, and to kind of understand what it is that it does. Sure. 
So a 3D printer, what it's doing is it's taking an image that you've created on the computer, uh, whether it be an item, a uh, building, uh, blueprints, a plan of some sort, you can recreate it in three dimensions. So a lot of times we do it when we're doing a game release. We'll do an emblem or a keychain or something really cool to wow. activate with small business. So if you're trying to get your name out there, it's a really fun and inexpensive way to take advantage of uh, free advertising in a cool way. The other thing is that sometimes, you know, we can just make chess pieces. So kid wants to play a game, you miss or checkers. I don't know how many people lose their checkers. We can just reprint a checker on here. And a lot of customers, they use it for work, right? Um, maybe you're selling uh, a, a wiring harness for your car. Um, the little plastic piece that goes in the center to combine all the wires together, we have a customer that purchased it for that. It's amazing. It can do whatever you need it to accomplish. So I just went to a conference in LA. It was it was called Fashion Digital North or uh, LA, Fashion Digital LA, and um, they were talking about the 3D printers and how we're like two three years away from being able to have your closet come with you, mm -hmm. where you can literally say I want to wear this, type it in, and it will print out your clothes. I'm going to be honest with you. There was a day that I needed a little bit of a freshener, and I printed a comb and combed my hair and kind of primped and got ready for an interview, and it was awesome. Okay, we have now officially entered the Jetsons. Yeah, so <laughs> We're true. there. It's awesome. The 3D printer, like I said, customers will come in just to engage with it, just to print something, just to see how it works. It is a very, very cool machine. What do these run, just out of curiosity? Uh, this one is $2,100 right now. Um, we do have a $2,400 model as well, but they go up and down based on which model we're carrying. So uh, right now we just increased to the MakerBot 2 replicator, so it's a very, very cool product. Wow, that is amazing. Okay, so where are we going to go to from here? Yeah, I think, you know, we commented a little bit on the video wall that's going around the store right now. One of the things that we like to make sure is our customers find a place to land. So when you go into a store, a lot of times you don't know where you're headed um, if you haven't been into the store before. So what we use is wayfinding along our wall so you know where to go, right? We have an Xbox experience over here. You have Xbox branded products. Over here, you have a One Experience. This is where you get personal training. So if you want to know more about OneNote, or if you want to learn more about Office, you have a direction of where you're going. Okay. It's a very, very cool wayfinder. So let's take a look over here. A lot of what we do is um, making sure that customers are matching up with the product or the experience they're coming in for. And we try to make sure that customers have an, a way to sit down and immerse. So you'll see that all of our tables are different heights. And that's intentional. We want our customers to be in an environment that fits for them. So if they're, maybe it's a smaller child, they can sit at one of these tables that works for them. Maybe they need accessibility needs, they can go over on this arc. Maybe they're a taller gentleman that's just coming in in between a work break, you can use the tall tables here. It's really, really important that our customers feel comfortable and ability to sit down and start playing with our surfaces and our different devices. Wow, I don't, I don't think I ever would have thought of just having a <clears throat> A area where you're just learning about a product to be comfortable for you, <laughs> you know, just specific more towards you. Yep, absolutely. Right here in this section, we have our surface section here, and one of the really cool things that you'll see is that not only do we have associates that are incredibly knowledgeable and able to answer any of your questions, we also have signage and indicators that tell you what are the clear differences. Why is surface so important? Surface has a, you know, USB that's 3.0. You know, surface has a kickstand that, you know comes off. You have a whole keyboard option that you can interchange. You can accessorize with it. You can do different functions for different needs. You have a pen for taking notes. We have a lot of things that customers can play with, understand, and learn the way they want to learn. So maybe it's not by audio. Maybe it's visually. Maybe it's touching it. Uh, maybe it's the experience of having someone play with it next to you. We have a lot of different options for them to understand. Wow. So what is, just out of my curiosity, what is the main difference between a Surface and a 
laptop, a typical laptop? Sure. Uh, Surface is both. So one of the, my favorite things to talk about is Surface, just because I use it every single day, both in my personal and professional life. The major difference of it is, is it's both a tablet, which, you know, you know everyone that has a tablet these days, they're really, really popular, because we like to be connected wherever we're going. Yeah. Tablets are crucial for what we're trying to accomplish, but at the same time, you don't want it to be limiting, right? So we were just talking about earlier that you exactly. know your tablet wasn't doing everything it needed to do. The Surface does that and more. So not only is it productivity, but it's also fun-based. So you can go towards the app-oriented screen, which is one of the key features at 8.1, or you can do all of your desktop, office, and uh, computing that you need to accomplish. That's why I've never gotten a tablet, because I've always had to have all the functionality of, of a regular computer. You know, we were joking earlier, but to be honest with you, I use my Surface Pro every single day, and it fits in my handbag, and that's crucial for me. It's lightweight. It has great battery life. I can take it wherever I need. It has connectivity. I can watch my Netflix on it, or I can email my boss. It's awesome. That's what I need. Yeah. Does it, can you use Adobe Suite on it? Yeah. Um, as far as functionality, so we have two different versions. We have the Surface 2 and the Surface Pro 2. The Surface Pro 2 would be the unit that you would want there, which it has full PC capabilities as well. So you really don't need a laptop anymore? Uh, to be honest with you, I don't. I don't use one anymore, and it's so funny because I have every technology gadget in the world, and I use one device. I think I need a Pro 2. Yeah, <laughs> we'll hook you up. Okay, now where are we headed over? It looks like this is a little bit more of a fun corner of the store. Yes, so this is where our customers actually engage. So this is where they are going on the Xbox One experience. A lot of our customers think that it's just about gaming, which it is. It is the cutting edge gaming platform. In addition to that though, you can exercise, you can surf the web, you can again watch your Hulu, your Netflix, your Comcast. Um, we also have an exclusive NFL partnership. So oftentimes you'll see massive crowds around here, either dancing, playing Forza, doing whatever experience that's cool at that moment. Because as you know, we all know with technology, there's always something new coming out. Because it's a cloud-based technology, we're constantly moving forward and upgrading. That is awesome. I have seen when you guys do your launches, it actually floats out into the mall. Uh, we are known as the store um, as far as the mall experiences. You know, we all wear bright colors, we're bright clothing, we're all really ready to help any customer experience in the store. And to be honest with you, it becomes a launch party almost every day. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so now we're peeking at some of the smaller devices in the store. So these are my personal favorite. Our Windows phones, our Nokia Windows phones, are fantastic. We also have something called Cortana that's coming out, which is our Surrey Compete. Uh, imagine this. If you, like you are, a multitasker of all things, you can tell instead of saying, hey, let's write a note in our phone, you can say, hey, Cortana, tell me next time I'm at the grocery store to remember to buy eggs. Cortana will say, perfect, I'll take a note. When you're at the grocery store, GPS will ping you and it'll say, hey, don't forget to buy eggs. Oh How amazing is that? Okay, this oh, is... No, this, I need that. Yeah, hello. <laughs> in addition to that, um, just because you guys are productivity ladies, all of our phones come with Office on them. So not only are you able to, you know, stay connected, socially pin anything you want to your start screen, have all your friends, your social network, everything live, moving, colorful displays that are fun and interactive, you can also still get your work done. Oh, wow, that's I crazy. Have, I have Office on my phone now. And the other day I was uh, on the plane and I literally was like, writing my editor's letter for the next issue on my onward on the plane on my phone see this is what i love so much about technology and being technology technologically savvy um, is understanding what the devices that you're getting can do for you and how it can keep you moving forward you know the whole idea like you were saying earlier is technology is here to make your life easier so you can spend more time with family with friends and socializing 
Sure, absolutely. One of the things that we try to do to make your technology easier to use is that we have our answer steps. One of the biggest things that you see when you come into our store is a large table at the back of the store, right in front of the theater space that's usually activated with some cool community experience. That space is to help our customers. We want them to be able to come in with some technology need. Maybe your computer dies. It never dies when it's convenient for you. It dies when it's going to die, right? Yeah. So you come into the store and we say, we got you covered. We'll take care of you. That's very compelling. You don't have to wait. We have enough staff that's there one-on-one -on -one to take your need and to find either a solution for you, repair it. Most of our services are free at the answers us too. Free looks good on everyone. Yeah, <laughs> free fits my pocketbook too. Yeah. And what's this final? Oh, these are bigger, fun, like yeah. large screens. So these are what we consider our all-in-one PCs. So a lot of people are used to a tower, and when they come in to purchase a new computer for their home device, they expect to have a tower that they have to clean, that gets dusty, that gets old, that runs really loudly with a fan. And we dies. Have, and dies. <laughs> we have moved past that. Not only is all of your uh, documentation on the cloud here with your all-in-one, but it's all in one screen. So it looks to a lot of people just like a monitor or a TV, but it's your entire computer in one in a full touch screen experience. Wow. And so, again, it's all touch with everything now, isn't it? Uh, every single thing that we sell in the store is 100% touch. Oh, Joy, I love technology. <laughs> And then finally, the gaming area. Besides, this is where you can pick out all the games and all the accessories. Yes. So this is um, one of the cool things that I like about this section is that you'll see three different pedestals here. And oftentimes, you'll see a businessman in a suit playing a video game here. You'll see a small child. And then you'll see a mother and a group of children off to the left. Literally, you get every variety of customer, every type of you know, uh, experience for that day, different types of games being played. Sometimes people will activate and do one of the exercise games or one of the Dance Central games. We have so many customers that the customers draw crowds because of their expertise with Forza or because maybe they're a Dance Central expert. One of my girls that works for me, she actually was hired because she used to be a customer that came in and just activated our theater every day. And wow. you know what? Any brand evangelist like that, we want them on our team. That is so cool. Thank you for taking so much time to walk us around, tour the store, and kind of give us a better idea of who you are. Because I think um, when it comes to technology, we assume, you know, there's different kinds of stores that carry different kinds of technology. And we just think, oh, it's just a store. If we need something, we're going to go in. You know, the one thing I would say, excuse me, <laughs> the one thing I would say is just really making sure that as a customer, you understand when you're walking in your, our building, there's someone there to greet you. There's somebody there to engage you. There's somebody there to help you. Whatever experience you're trying to accomplish, whether it to be learn something new, to purchase something, to troubleshoot something, we can take care of you. We offer the best options in choice and value and overall service, and our employees are our number one key differentiator. Kind Bars. A kind, healthy snack brand of all-natural foods made from ingredients you can see and pronounce. Find them at your local grocery store or at www.kindsnacks.com. This message brought to you by Brandon Elkins. Join us now as we interview winemaker and owner Brian Carter. Hello and welcome to Socially Savvy. I'm your host, LB Duchess, and I have the pleasure of sitting here with owner and winemaker Brian Carter. How are you doing today? Good, LB. I'm just great. Beautiful day out there. Thank you so much for inviting us out here. It is gorgeous. We came out on Mother's Day, which I appreciate you taking time. Um, I see a ton of your uh, very happy wine club members here enjoying the day as well. It is beautiful, sunny. You have a fantastic view from this tasting room here in Woodinville. Um, so thank you so much for taking time for us today. 
You bet. Well, we're kind of right here in ground zero in the Woodenville wine country, and uh, Woodenville just keeps getting to be a bigger and more exciting place to be all the time, and on a day like this, you just can't beat it. I would definitely agree. So tell us a little bit about this tasting room. Um, you are, like you said, right here in the heart of downtown Woodenville. You have beautiful views, a great outside deck. Tell us a little bit about all of it. Yeah, we're actually on the fringe of the south part of, of, the, of the downtown part, but we're, uh, and we're actually kind of on the southern edge of, of, the, of the town of Woodenville. But uh, it's a beautiful rural view. On, a, on an even nicer day than this, you can see Mount Rainier uh, off of our deck here to the south. But right now it's just a, a nice rural feel to it. You can see the, uh, the, down to the south of the Burt Gilman Trail uh, going off and the bicycles going by. And uh, it's, uh, it's, it's a great day to be out, especially if you're a mother. Oh, most definitely. And, and for those young men who uh, can take their mother's wine tasting, not a bad place to stop. There you go. I, I, I wish I'd been able to take my mother out uh, wine tasting uh, when I was a young man. So you've got um, a two-room tasting room. Um, about how many people does this hold? Yeah, we actually have a club event going on right now in the upper part, uh, which is kind of more of our private uh, area. And then we have a, uh, a lower part, which is open to the, to the general public. And um, so we have uh, these, these four times a year, these uh, wine release parties, uh, which actually straddle a couple of weekends. And um, we have people come in, and there's some food, and they get to taste the new releases, and uh, plus a couple of wines, and we've got a, uh, a little wine on special. And so lots, lots of different uh, activities going on. I love it. And then you've got this big roomy deck. Um, it looks like you could literally throw a party. You've got a fenced-in area with grass so people could come in. They could picnic. Uh, it's a fabulous space. We do uh, have parties out there, as a matter of fact. It's a great, great place for one. And it looks like there's a bit of a party going on out there right now. And we've got people drinking our uh, rosé wine, uh, which is uh, always great when the sun's shining. I love it. And now one other uh, fabulous fact about your tasting room is you are one of few who has great, great parking. Yes, uh, and that should not be taken for granted. Um, so um, we share a parking lot with Delil and we're uh, very fortunate to have uh, this, this spot. I mean, I, I think we're in the best spot in Woodenville. I would definitely agree. So um, let's chat a little bit about how, what you feel makes your wine stand apart. Well, um, I spent most of my career making wines from, uh, for, in varietal form, uh, you know, Syrahs and Cabernets and Merlots and Sauvignon Blancs and Chardonnays. But when I started Brian Carter Cellars, I kind of wanted to do something a little bit different. Uh, and I wanted to do something that I thought was uh, fun. And so I looked back on what I'd done in the past and I said, you know, I really like the blends. I like drinking them. I like the, the artistic part of making them. And as I asked people in the industry, um, uh, different restaurateurs and wine shop owners and distributors and wine writers, well, what do you think about if I do a winery that it just focuses on blends? And uh, 201, they thought that it was a great idea and uh, everybody seemed to um, get behind it. And uh, it turned out that um, since I started Brian Carter Sellers, blends have become even more um, exciting and, 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 and more of a focus for the, for the business. It's almost like... Uh, people sort of started out drinking varietal wines, and now they've kind of graduated to another level, and that increased balance and complexity that blends have is, uh, is really um, getting them uh, to sign on to the whole blended concept. Well, and it's amazing how much um, the wine can really bring out, enhance, or detract from the flavors of food. So with blends, I'm seeing so, so much of a bigger diversity going on. 
Yeah, and uh, I'm glad you mentioned food because food is so important uh, to me in the winemaking process. Uh, it's, um, when I b- do my blends, I usually have food there because I, I like to kind of wrap my head around what the wine tastes like, not just on its own in a glass, but, w- but with food. Um, I often take a, a sample home after I've done the blend and try it with dinner, and, and you know it gives me another chance to kind of think about how the blend is developing. But um, and, and my wines tend to be a little bit more European in style and a little bit more fruit-friendly, trying to keep the oak in moderation, trying to keep the alcohol in moderation. Uh, nothing, everything is in balance, and nothing kind of sticks out that would take over your meal. It's uh, really um, wonderful wines to go with food. I love that. Um, one of the other things that I wanted to touch base with you about is um, how did you get started? I know we touched base, you said that you started out in varietals, but how, what got you started in wine? Well, it kind of depends on how far you want to go back, but <laughs> I uh, was given a microscope as a, um, a young uh, person, probably eight years old, and then I uh, ended up um, using that microscope uh, to look around in ditches and onion skins and all the things that they tell you to do. But uh, eventually I, somebody said, well, there's these yeast and you ought to try looking at that and you got to start a fermentation. So I went and picked some blackberries and made some wine. Um, and, uh, and then I looked at the yeast under the microscope and I, I often say I've been looking at those little guys uh, all my life now, and uh, but they've been working hard for me. Uh, then I uh, was getting a degree of all things in microbiology from um, Oregon State University, and I took a class in wine appreciation because I was interested in wine, and uh, went out and visited winemakers in the Willamette Valley that were starting up uh, the, real, the real pioneers in the Oregon industry, like David Lett and Bill Fuller and uh, Chuck Curry and uh, Dickie Rath, and um, met those guys, and I was instantly just so enthusiastic about the possibility of becoming a winemaker and and I uh, applied to go to UC Davis and uh, went down there and studied winemaking and kind of the rest is history. Wow, that that's one of the things I've noticed about wine is it has a tendency to romance you in. Well, it does uh, and, and there's a lot of people who get into the business uh, for the romantic aspect and uh, you know I must admit it's a it's a fun industry to be in um, many people don't realize of course that there is a, some aspects of it are a little bit less romantic when you're <laughs> when you're there at uh, 12 o'clock at night after you've been crushing grapes all day and you know scrubbing the floors and and uh, uh, cleaning out the buckets and the hoses and everything there's definitely some less romantic aspects to it oh yeah there's always that's that business backside of it <laughs> Yeah, and, and little did I know, even when I got into it, um, what, how diverse the demands of the job would be. Uh, you know, every, you know, doing everything from you know selling wine, obviously very important, but uh, dealing with vendors, barrels, glass, label vendors, um, having to, uh, you know, you have to be a bit of an electrician, a little bit of a plumber, uh, you have to be a bit of a mechanic, um, and uh, you have to be a good interviewee. Yes, and you are doing fantastic. <laughs> so on some a uh, little bit more of a fun side of things, people are always asking about wine tasting. So how do you wine taste? Well, um, you know, I, th- there's several different aspects of wine tasting, but if you're asking me how would I go about you know, 
visiting wineries to wine taste, yeah. uh, you know, as opposed to my professional, say, blending, because I can sit down yeah. and, and taste for hours when I'm, <laughs> when I'm blending uh, one of my blends. But, uh, and it's obviously a little bit different approach. But, I, you know, I do. I like to taste a lot of wines. Um, and I think it, whether you're going to, say, Taste Washington, an event like that, or whether you're out in Woodenville uh, visiting a number of wineries, I think it's, it's good to don't try and taste as many wines as you can uh, because uh, that's really not the objective. The objective is to is to figure out what wines you like, and so spend spend a little bit of time with each wine. You know, s- look at the color, smell the wine, taste the wine. You know, uh, if you get a chance to talk to the winemaker, um, yeah, that's so much better because you can ask him questions about it. And most winemakers, of course, are only too happy to to help share their information on how the wine was made, and um, and uh, you know, develop develop a little bit of a, a know-how about uh, each wine that you taste, and I think that'll make you uh, appreciate it. Because uh, because wine doesn't really exist in a vacuum. It's a it has a place um, where the grapes were grown. It has a, uh, a winemaker that's associated with it, and uh, all the thought and effort that he's put into it. Uh, and the other thing I would say uh, when you're wine tasting is uh, again part of that same theme of not trying to do too much. Kind of focus a little bit. You know, you, if you're going to a particular winery, of course, um, you can taste through their whole line and and kind of get a feel for what the winemaker is all about. Uh, but but you know, three four wineries in a day is plenty. Okay. Uh, there's a hundred uh, tasting rooms in Woodenville. Don't try and do. 30 of them. Don't try and do 30 <laughs> of them. Don't, don't think you can go through all the wineries in Woodenville in three days. Uh, so, uh, yeah, pace yourself and, and take your time and, 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 and think about the wines and, and enjoy the experience. That's awesome because you, you tied in my next question, which was advice for the new wine drinker, the new wine taster. So that's awesome. So let's chat a little bit about your labels. They are fun, creative, um, very diverse. Uh, tell us about what inspires you with these labels. Well, um, first of all, our label designer, I want to, want to give him credit right off the, the front. His name is Stephen Black. And he's, uh, when I first got into Brian Carter Sellers, uh, I had already had some experience with Stephen. And, you know, labels are so important. Uh, a lot of winemakers will figure, well, you know, it's really all about the wine. But uh, I, I think that for a couple reasons, it's the first impression that you have when you see a bottle. Um, a lot of times there's a, a crowded shelf that you're trying to sell the wines off of. And I think the other thing is that you're going to bring that wine home and you're going to put it on your kitchen uh, or your dining room table and you're going to enjoy that wine with food. And it's a, it's a, an artistic uh, statement as part of, part of your uh, dining enjoyment. And you want to have an attractive label. So uh, I went out and found who I thought was the best uh, label designer uh, in Stephen Black. And uh, he travels all over the world and does uh, labels in Spain and California and South America. And uh, we, we went to him and we said, well, we'd like to do, have you to do our, our whole line of labels. And they, um, I, I told them a little bit about what I was thinking about doing. I, I thought I want them, I want them to, our, our theme is kind of the art of blending, a passion for the art of blending. And we wanted him to, to show a, you know, an artistic label. Uh, we all, I told them I also like color. Um, a lot of labels to me are just black and white, and 
Uh, there's nothing wrong with that. It's a level of, of sophistication, I suppose. But I'm a person, if you come to my house, you'll see I have all these walls in Victorian colors and, and um, you know, pretty pretty bright colors. They're not for everybody, but um, but I like I like color in my life. And, uh, you know, I like, I like beautiful flowers and um, I like uh, maybe a little bit more colorful clothes even than the average uh, person. So... Anyway, that, that was that was kind of his directive: take him in an artistic direction and 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 bring some color into him. And and so he he did that to a T. Each each of our labels is uh, unique. Uh, each has its own uh, original piece of artwork that that Stephen Black did for us. And uh, we've been uh, for each wine, whether it's the the Abracadabra Rosé or the Bizance or the Corita. Um, or the um, Opulento, each wine has its own unique uh, label, and we use that uh, year after year for that individual wine. I love that. Um, would you say that a label is kind of a subliminal message of what the wine taster is going to enjoy in the wine? Yeah, um, definitely. The, you know, the other piece of the puzzle is that, that we decided on the name of the wine, before he designed the artwork for it. So uh, in the case of, say, our white wine, uh, Oriana, uh, we have a, a very subliminal message in there. Oriana is uh, an Italian woman's name, and it is a, um, uh, we call it the golden lady. Or is uh, the Latin for golden, so we call it the golden lady. And, of course, it's a, that's a beautiful golden-colored wine. Uh, the label is actually a, kind of an abstract. It's got uh, kind of golden and um, different hues of, of, of yellow and, and uh, in there. And uh, it's actually, a, a, if you look at it carefully, sometimes you have to have a couple glasses of wine to see it, but, <laughs> but there's, there's actually a woman's figure in there that's kind of deconstructed. Um, and so there's different uh, pieces of her. Uh, that are kind of in the label, and you know, so you, you can see an eyebrow, you can see a leg, you can, um, yeah, so it's something you should definitely look for. I'm sitting here at Brian Carter Sellers, um, fantastic tasting room, Mother's Day, uh, a lot of the club members are in here picking up their wine. Uh, we literally grabbed a bypasser here, he's been very uh, considerate to sit here and chat with us and tell us a little bit about uh, this wine tasting room experience, is this your first time here? Absolutely not. <laughs> uh, I was just telling Brian, I think I've been a member here now, going on about my third year. Wow. Uh, and this is one of several memberships that I have just here in the area, but uh, by, uh, by far and away my favorite. So from a, you ha you, like you said, you have a lot of memberships and you obviously appreciate and love wine. Uh, what is it about Brian Carter that you think has a unique appeal? So I think for me, it's uh, the, the flavors, just the blending style that uh, Brian has. And it's very unique. And uh, even though, again, yes, I love wine. Who doesn't? Uh, and, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of good wines out there, and I can certainly appreciate a good wine. But uh, I think the difference for me between Brian's wines and some of the others, uh, I, I never have a bad wine. From Brian, I never have a wine that I drink and I go, eh, it's okay. They're always just great wines. So that's a great tip for people who are trying to come and get a unique wine and they aren't quite sure what they're doing. So that's awesome. And so may I ask who you are and what you do? Uh, my name's Ian and I work for the City of Seattle. Wonderful. Thank you so much for taking a moment. It's appreciated. Yeah. Oh, actually, while you're here, what is your favorite wine this season? 
Oh, I, well, this season I've got to go with, I can't do one, it's two. Okay. The Opulento and the Abracadabra. Welcome, Uber app. Forget parking or waiting for a cab. Uber makes it super easy to get around town with just the tap of an app. From hybrids to UberX to town cars with Uber Black, there's no need to tip and no exchange of cash or card is necessary. And because you're hearing this from Socially Savvy, all you have to do is go to uber.com backslash go backslash Socially Savvy 14 on your mobile device or computer, and you're good to go with $30 off your first ride. Enjoy getting around town with no stress. And now I have the pleasure here at Brian Carter of sitting with managing partner Mike Stevens. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Sunny out. We're having a good time. So we were just chatting a little bit about the wine experience. Uh, tell me a little bit about what wine means to you. Obviously, you have a, a passion for it because you are, are in business. Uh, but tell us a little bit about what it means to you. Sure. My epiphany, uh, my center moment came when I was in Europe. fell in love with Italian-style wines. Just uh, To me, it was just as intriguing about the wine was also the food and the culture, family, friends, the social gathering around wine. And so for me, it's just as much about the people as it is the wine. That's where I get off on the whole experience and having a good time and uh, celebrating life's moments, big and small. Uh, yeah. it's, it's so important and it's uh, something we uh, don't always uh, take advantage of. So it's great when people are having a good time. That's what we enjoy. Well, and for me, I've found, um, you know, socially savvy, we talk about everything social. It is such a huge part of being social. Uh, social. Uh, where it's always been very predominant in other cultures, this last probably 20 years, it has really taken off here in the Northwest and then obviously earlier down in California. Um, but it just amazes me how wine by itself can take, uh, take any social experience and elevate it. Oh, I agree. And it's a, it's a great... Uh, conversation piece? Conversation piece <laughs> is a good way to put it, but I, also it's a, it's a memory maker. Yeah. Uh, you know, you look at this bottle of wine and you remember that special occasion that you had maybe 10, 15 years ago. You were with friends or celebrating a birthday or an anniversary. And so it's kind of that vessel that, uh, you know, you captures memories. And that's what's neat about it as well. So this tasting, we have the pleasure of having Mike Stevens tell us a little about um, this on-air wine tasting. What are we tasting today? Well, we're very excited to release our 2010 vintage of our Corrida. This is our uh, Spanish-style red blend. Uh, Corrida del Toros is what uh, Hemingway spoke about when he was talking about the running of the bulls in The Sun Also Rises. So uh, oh, our Corrida okay. is kind of that expression for the whole uh, celebration uh, uh, that's very important in Spanish culture. Uh, this wine has uh, got a heart and soul of Tempranillo, which is kind of the noble wine of uh, uh, grape, I should say, of Spain. And we're excited about this particular vintage because for the first time we've added Graziano, another Spanish varietal, to the blend. And it just really speaks to me when, uh, when I taste it about uh, Spanish foods and culture, and uh, I love this wine. I'm a, I'm a big Tempranillo fan, so you had me at Tempranillo. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great. Uh, I, I love it, too. And uh, what I think is even cooler is that Brian was very uh, instrumental in having both Tempranillo, the Graziano, uh, as well as some of the other Iberian varietals that we have in our, our port-style dessert wine, our Opulento, grown. Uh, he worked with a lot of our vineyard partners several years ago to get them to take the risk and plant these varietals. And uh, now we're seeing the fruits of all our labors kind of coming to fruition. 
Wow, I love that. And one of the things I find very unique about this, which is probably one of the reasons why I, I typically like Tempranillos during the summer, because I am a predominantly red wine drinker. Um, and then I, if I go on and talk about, I like Viognier's too, so kind of contradiction. But for me, one of the things that I noticed about this um, Tempranillo is that it has a very cooling effect on the tongue. For a red wine, I don't typically sense that. Hmm, that's interesting. I, I hadn't approached that either. I know the first time I smelled it in the glass, I started salivating. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I was so hungry. Easy. I was getting, getting, you know, I needed uh, some meats or something to go with it. But I can just imagine this with a great paella, uh, you know, or some uh, wonderful tapas. And, uh, yeah, it's definitely a great food wine as well. Well, and I can tell, like we were talking earlier um, about how you and wine and food pairing is such a big, important part because as we're getting the bottle for this interview, you're like, no, you need to go over and grab. You had me grab some food here. So what is it that I'm tasting with the wine today? Oh, yeah, we uh, have a special pairing. This is a little uh, duck confit nugget with some uh, chutney and uh, uh, golden raisin and a little uh, micro arugula that's uh, on top. So it's, uh, it's a wonderful pairing. Uh, and it really brings out the kind of the Moroccan spices and the Moorish uh, tradition of the Spanish blend, too. So I think it's a wonderful pairing. Awesome. What kinds of um, foods, you know, more like on the that people would know about every single day, would you think that this wine would be great with? Well, Corita has always been my go-to barbecue wine. I love this okay. with a little spice, a little sweetness, uh, braised meats, uh, roasted vegetables, I think are awesome. And, of course, paella will always be a favorite with this wine. Awesome. Thanks so much for sharing today. My pleasure. With our show now national, we have started putting most of our local events on our Facebook pages. Be sure to check them out for social events throughout the week. At LB Duchess and Socially Savvy Eastside Events and Entertainment. We would like to thank today's show sponsors, Bellevue Microsoft Store, Gunnar Nordstrom Gallery, Bellevue Nordstrom Cosmetics, Pop Chips, Kind Bars, Brian Carter Cellars, The Pain Center of Bellevue, Advanced Skin and Body Solutions, Mode Magazine, Uber, Woodenville Wine Country, and Sweet Lounge. Ending tonight's show with our glass of Brian Carter Cellars, Cordita, we want to remind you all to subscribe to the Socially Savvy Show to be entered into our drawings for prizes from our savvy sponsors. And don't forget to check us out on RSS Radio, an app available on your smartphone. Make all the events better because you were there and have a socially savvy week.